Welcome back to the Gen Z Hockey Podcast with your host, Sahar and Lucas. Um, so we are recording this at uh, uh, 1 a.m. or 1 p.m. Um, on trade deadline day. So within the next two hours, there's going to be... Uh, we'll uh, have trades coming in and out. We'll have uh, trades coming in, but we're, we're this is probably going to take us around an hour. I like keeping it around an hour for the podcast. So mm-hmm. um, we're going to be till 2 o'clock. So if anything breaks till 2, uh, we'll... Let you know. At, but if, so, if something know bl- listening to this. if something breaks at like two fifteen, missed it. <laughs> Sorry. Missed it. And um, with our with our luck, it's gonna be like a it's gonna be a leaf trade that's gonna break at like two thirty. I don't know. I'll have Twitter open just in case. Uh, um, I, I have it. I have it open too. I got. Uh, okay. I have like uh, during trade deadline and free agency, I have like CJ Friedman and Pierre LeBrun's uh, Twitter okay. like notifications on, so it'll come straight to my phone. Um. So. So the Leafs were busy yesterday. Yeah, okay. So Leafs game, they had a couple of games. Uh, we won both. Um, Jack Campbell has 11-0 and 0 and uh, sets a record. Um, so we played well. Ott- the Ottawa Leafs game was just an absolute shit show. Austin Matthews gets a hat trick. Um, if we want to just – let's talk about that for a little bit because we have a lot of other stuff to get to. Uh, so, um, yeah. just the quick, the quick lowdown, the, the, the quick, you know, lowdown of that game was, uh, uh, you know, Masters gets two goals. The Leafs end up caving because if they're playing Ottawa, they never know how to play them properly. Yeah. Um, uh, Marner gets back. Uh, Matthews gets the hat trick. McKay scores a really nice goal. Um, Connor Brown, God damn it. Like, uh, I always, I, I hate him. I hate him, but I love him. Uh, yeah. within one Hyman scores the empty netter. And then friggin' I, was it? Um, I think it was Drake Batherson. I want to say it was Drake Batherson. Yeah. Got this. Got the 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 five the the six five goal. Why was a part of me thinking shit? They're gonna blow this. Yeah, I was thinking that too. And I'm yeah. like, I was like, don't do this. Don't, don't do this. this. Don't mess up Jack Cabell. It wasn't. Uh, it wasn't even. Squeak. It wasn't even. Don't. It was more of like, don't do this. Don't do this to Jack. Don't do this to Jack. Yes, he hasn't played well, but don't do this to him. And um, and they, they ended up getting the win um regrouping playing to tonight and uh Sheldon Keefe confirms that Nick Robertson's gonna play tonight um, yeah so that's that's who we have we have a couple of like uh stuff coming tonight so uh they're playing tonight um and they're also playing tomorrow first Calgary yes. so Montreal and Calgary is the next two games and then they they did postpone the games for the like Vancouver games they have a couple and then like there are a couple of Leafs games getting postponed because they had to move around oh, the schedule okay, 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 okay. so uh it's nothing crazy I think it's like one like two games got postponed one like was it is now going to be a day earlier and then one's gonna be a day later I think um mm-hmm. so nothing like drastic with the shifting of games but uh we're not going to get cha- like stuff's not going to get really that drastically changed when it comes to Vancouver and like right. that yeah, whole situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, okay. And so, it, it, it sounds, speaking of, of the Canucks, it sounds like that, that whole situation's on the up, on the up. Yeah. Um, and they're looking to start playing games uh, April 16th. I think the last time I checked was thing. So within the next couple of days, I think they're starting practice either today or tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, um, yeah, and then that should be um, thing. That sh- oh. that should be the that should be how Vancouver's going. Yeah. Uh, I just I just saw that too. So uh, another another trade. 
looks like Matias Janmark is going to go uh, to Vegas, but San Jose is going to be a part of a three, another three-team trade, just like they were yesterday yeah. uh, with the Leafs. Um, and signs point to Janmark going so, to Vegas. Just to say how good Austin Matthews is, he has, okay, so the, over the last three games, he had the second star of the week. At, uh, three games, he has six goals, two assists, and eight, for eight points. It was McDavid first star of the week because he just completely toyed with the Senators before then? No, uh, it was uh, Connor Hellebuck. Oh, Three, okay. Oh, and oh, and then one shutout. Oh, okay. Okay. So, okay. Let's get so to the trades. trades. Um, um, I think, like, yeah, it's a lot of stuff happened yesterday. I was really upset that it happened yesterday because no one's like, it's Sunday. So for the most part, no one is really covering sports. And like, there's no Tim and See, Sid. That's no the, Tim and that's... friends. And there's no one to analyze mm-hmm. this stuff. Yeah. So like but yesterday. That, that's, like, the... that, that's the unfortunate thing I, I've always felt about trade deadline is a lot of tra- a lot of the big trades happen a couple days before uh the before the trade deadline. So the trade deadline's usually like actually dead. But yesterday, yesterday felt like the trade deadline because yeah, trades are coming in left, right, and center for all uh for all teams. So, so my, yeah, so my mm-hmm. brother came back from Whistler last night, so I had to wait up till like t- two a.m. to go pick up pick him up from the airport, and I was just looking through my Twitter feed, and it was like twelve thirty. Uh, the trade announced it. They, uh, they don't announce a trade, but like the rumors are like, oh, Paul gets traded. And like all this other stuff happened like r- super late, like super late. And all um, right, so, so if you're going to, if you're going to count, so there was five trades that happened yesterday on April the 11th, but then, but then Pittsburgh with the Jeff Carter trade was like at 12.05 AM. And then the whole so trade like, was at like 12.30 AM. Yeah, so really so like, those weren't official. But like the rumors were thing, and all the major like reporters called it, and I yeah. it, it was basically official, but it wasn't official through the office of like the NHL. Mm-hmm. So okay, um, let's just go through the trades. What happened? Um, so on April 9th, so before everything, this was uh, this was literally just a cap move. Um, Riley Nash for a conditional seventh round pick with uh, Columbus Blue Jackets. It was um, literally a cap dump or a cap trade. So then they put him on LTIR. If he makes it back before the playoffs and Riley Nash is a good depth piece that we, he can play on the third or fourth line and he's a tough gritty guy. So that's a good thing. There is um, a condition. The condition on the seventh is if Riley Nash, I believe it's if he plays in 25% of leaf playoff games. So I do think the Leafs intend uh, to use Riley Nash once his, yeah. They used him uh, in Once this instance to, to put him on LTIR for cap relief on the uh, trade deadline, which is, of course, today. Yeah. Um, I do think the Leafs intend to use Riley Nash because he is a very he is a valuable player. He has put up points uh, and uh, in, in the past uh, he's played with the Bruins and obviously last year he played with the Jackets. We saw him in the bubble. Yeah. Um, serviceable player. Looks like he can play a, play fourth line uh, center or third line center. Uh, but the Leafs won't probably get him until the playoffs start. Yeah. Um, so that that's the trade that happened. Um, he was put on LTIR, and that gave him a lot of space when it comes – or it gave Kyle Dubas a lot of space for flex, flexibility when it comes to the trade deadline. And last night – or yesterday, 
Mm-hmm. Um, we had the big deal. Um, thank God it wasn't Taylor Hall because I didn't want him. Um, but for the price that Taylor Hall went, I'm surprised we couldn't get him. <laughs> but like it's it's um, uh, it's interesting to how it goes. So here, uh, this See, is the okay. Trade. Here's here's the thing. Here's the thing. So in the Taylor Hall trade, yes, it was a second round pick, but Buffalo or but uh, Boston gave up Andrews Bjork, who is like an actual player for their team. We uh, would have had okay. to give up an actual player. We would have had to give up like Sandine or something. And I'm not, okay. So I'm I'm personally not a fan of yeah. That. Um, so here is the big trade. Uh, so the Toronto Maple Leafs acquire Nick Foligno and Stefan no- Noesen. Um, uh, and Nick Foligno is at 25% of his cap hit. Um, Columbus Blue Jackets acquire a first round pick and a fourth round pick. So first round pick for 2021 and then a fourth round pick 2022. San Jose Sharks acquire fourth round pick 2021. So the Sharks... Uh, came in as the third party and took a uh, half of so uh columbus takes 50 percent, and then the sharks took 25 percent of the cap of nick felino's cap and uh then the leafs have only 25 percent of the cap left which really when you think about it that's really really smart uh yeah. from kyle lewis's point of view for them to uh for them to only pay him 25 percent about 1.3 something 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 around along that lines uh when it comes to actual cap um nick felino is a very very serviceable player he was the captain of the of the uh blue jackets played for the senators uh years ago serviceable guy so it's 1.375 altogether uh the leaps are paying him serviceable player they're talking about uh playing him with um with tavares and nylander uh big guy goes to the net gritty player can hit you yeah. really useful in the playoffs we saw that last year uh when we played uh columbus in the bubble um really good pickup a really uh, sounds like a really good locker room kind of guy um a, a good guy to have for a deep playoff run i'm a fan of this trade giving up all those picks i'm obviously a little hesitant um okay a first so round why, pick is a lot why are you hesitant a first round pick is a lot it it's um, really not in this year it's not it's there had there have been minimal junior games there've been minimal like just like bought like prospect playing games so this year is a crapshoot when it comes to like picking players it's not in a lottery position like the draft is like maybe the first 10 players like the first 10 picks is like a lock or like the highest chances of you getting like a good player and then everything else is just chance it's unless Mm -hmm. you have a good scouting scout like the leaps do like we got nick robertson in the second round i think and it's usually the first like top 10 uh top 10 picks are like above everyone and then everyone after that is basically considered like a second round pick like do you get what i'm saying like mm-hmm. and I, I i do understand it's just i i i've had there's been the leafs have had bad experiences of giving up first round picks in 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 you know recent memory like the phil, yeah, the but, phil castle trade um trades before then okay i um, understand that but like we were never in this position we were we weren't the best team in the league yeah no you're right you're and, right um and we, we for the last four years or five years, 
or six years from whenever we like got Nylander and Hyman and all those, it's we've been building up to be in this position mm-hmm. where we can just throw away a first round pick and not worry about it because our team is so you're good right. and so stacked. So mm-hmm. I like, I don't really no, care sure. about the first round pick and uh, I'm happy with the trade. Thank God we got Nick Foligno. If he could play left wing for with Tavares, or if we need like to roll three lines, like I'm assuming against Montreal, we'll have to roll three lines. Um, uh, he can play third line center. Yep. Um, it's just, you say it's a crap shoot. There's so many times where I'm like, well, you know, with the Leafs luck, that crap shoot's going to turn into a hall of famer. That's just what, you know, it's, it is a crap shoot. And you're, dude, you're hundred percent right. I understand. I understand. I understand the, the trade, but, uh, and I, I, I'm a fan of Nick Foligno. I think that this trade is going to benefit the Leafs in this, in the short term, in the, in the short term and for hopefully in the short term for hopefully for a long playoff run, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Um, and it, it will benefit this team and yes, giving up a first round pick. They know that's risky. They've done it in the past. They did it with Jake yeah. Muzzin. Yeah. Um, they did it for Patrick Marlowe. Thank God they were, thank God they were able to recoup that first, that first round pick again. And I think another big thing is, is Sandine still, still a team, still on the leaf, uh, still on the team. Yeah. Uh, Amirov, they still kept. We didn't give up any prospects. They didn't give up any prospects. They have not given up any prospects. Um, And, and that's, that's a really good sign. Um, That's a really good sign that they kept their prospects, gave away some draft capital. Yes. But I think that, I think that in the future, um, we will look back on this trade and say, you know what? They had to give up the, those draft picks, but now look at the prospects that we kept. Um, it's yes, it's going to be like in the future, but it's also like if they do go for a deep cup run, the future doesn't matter. Like if we do what we are planning or what Kyle Dubas is planning to do is go to the Stanley cup finals. It doesn't matter what, like what picks we gave up. If we win the Stanley cup, mm-hmm. what, what are you looking at? What, ha- what happened? Uh, just, uh, some, something, just, just a minor oh, trade okay. that kind of happened. Sorry. Um, um, so I, I, I give good trade. I like it. I'm a fan. Great success. I, I'm, I'm a fan of it too. I, like I said, really beneficial for the team. So, something that they needed. They did not, we've been talking about, they do not need scoring players. They need depth players. They need depth forwards, players who can, who can fill in spots in the roster. This pushes down some players, you know, pushes down, might push down Engvall, might push down even Joe Thornton, uh, Wayne Simmons might push down, might, 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 yeah, sorry, might push down some players. Um, and depth in the playoffs is always, always key, always key. And we also got Stefan Noison. He didn't really do anything. He was on the Sharks. He, he is a depth piece. If we need depth piece, we have him. We have Nick Foligno. We have Riley Nash now. So we have more depth on forwards. And hopefully by the end of the trade deadline, we'll be able to have a little bit more depth depth in defense. So that's just one thing I'd I'd want to acquire more defense. uh, Chris Johnston said that they were in on Jamie Alexiak. However, the stars said that they're going to, they're going to keep, they're going to keep Alexiak and maybe work out something and something in that, in that scenario. Um, however, he did say, he did say on the fan that, um, the Leafs are definitely looking for some minor defensive depth. Yeah. Um, which is a, which is something that they would need. Yeah. Speaking of depth, they went out and got depth at a different position. 
Yes, which was surprising. It just, I was not expecting it. Like, I, Me I was neither. I was expecting like goaltender depth, maybe like someone that we never heard of or someone that's just like, like I was not expecting. Okay, so for context, um, we gave uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs acquire David Riddich and the Flames acquire a third round pick for 2022. So that's next year's uh, third round pick. Um, so here's, here's what I'm talking I, about with draft picks. Okay. It's like, uh, I, okay. So here's what I'm talking about with draft picks. So the Leafs currently have one, two, three, they have three picks in 2021 and four picks in 2022. Yeah. So I don't know. <laughs> and they remind me a lot of the Columbus Blue Jackets. In a, in that in the year that the Blue Jackets went to um went for it. Went to the second round when and they beat, beat the Tampa. Yeah. When they beat Tampa, they had no no bullshit. They had two they had two picks in 2019. They had yeah. two picks. I remember Chris Johnson was saying, like, if they make it to the cup, fine. If, if they win the cup, like, don't even show up to the draft. Like, what's the yeah. point? Don't even you, show you don't have to show up to the draft. So, all I'm saying is, like, if the Leafs win the cup, I wouldn't even blame them if they just didn't even show up to the draft. You got three picks. So like, who cares? Yeah. So, um, no, what, so what Dave Redditch. Yeah, we got Dave Redditch. He He's amazing against the Leafs. So, hopefully, he's going to be good um, uh, with for the them. Leafs. But yeah, for them. And, um, and Keith said that he'd be available to play on Tuesday, which is against the Calgary, Calgary Flames. Flames. Yeah. Um, okay. So I was thinking like, why would they get David Riddich? Okay. So David Riddich was like a starter for the uh, Calgary Flames for a little while. Like I think half a season or so, or like an entire season. Uh, definitely. And, definitely last year, last year, yeah, and, last uh, the year before, like, he before was, they got uh, Markstrom. Um, mm-hmm. And w- what if this is a trade to get uh, David Riddich so that they extend him? Because I don't think he's gonna be that expensive to extend. Because he's a UFA at the end of the year. No. Uh. Yeah. 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 Free. UFA. So if they extend him, and then we go into into next year with a duo of Campbell and David Riddich. Uh. So Campbell's twenty. Uh, sorry, Riddich is uh, twenty eight. He's a year younger than uh, Jack Campbell, and uh, three years younger than both Hutchinson and Frederick Anderson. So I could see a scenario where they extend David Riddich uh, and go with a Campbell and, and Riddich uh, tandem. And yeah. it would be a very cheap, very affordable uh, tandem. Campbell next year will still be making 1.65 against the cap. Yeah. Uh, Riddich next year. Uh, next year, I don't know. Um I think if you're the Leafs, if you say if, if he wants over two million, that's a bit of a stretch, and I I personally wouldn't sign that. Um. Yeah, and it's, how much does he make I now? Would, uh, so right now with the Leafs at fifty percent retained, it's one point three seven five. So that's about three three point five. I think that's three point five. So if you give him like a. On. I wouldn't hate giving him like a three three million dollar three million over three. Like um, you're paying unless unless Anderson comes back for the same price that he's at now. I I wouldn't hate giving him three so, over three. So uh, 
altogether, uh, Dave Reddish right now makes 2.75 because my math is extremely, oh, it's extremely okay. off and very bad. <laughs> 2.7. So, okay. So then I'd 2. give him 5 like, I'd give him like combined two... with both the leaves with both leaves yeah, and flames. Okay. So days. I'd give him like two, 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 five for three years. Uh, two, two, five or 2.5. 2.5. Or, or the same contract he has now. Like, whatever okay um so um, i think this might be a play to uh, it might be a play for um the expansion draft too um i was um, looking this, at the exp- I, don't, I don't think so because with he, with him being a ufa why would seattle, oh, right. why would seattle yeah. take him why would seattle wouldn't take that um i am the main question that we all have to answer is what does this mean for frederick anderson yeah that is the question. We still have no update. He's uh, Sheldon Keith. Last time he gave an update was um, he's going to be like, um, he's going to be ready or he's going to play this season. So it's I don't know what that it's means. Not, it's, they've, been, they've been so vague, which drives me crazy, but it, ma- it doesn't, it makes sense. It makes yeah. sense why they've been vague. So they only um, put, they only put uh, Anderson on um, in LTIR, I think, a day. So on Saturday night, I think. Recently. Saturday. Very yeah. recently, they put him on LTIR. So I think, okay, so one thing is I think they didn't want to, like, uh, show all their cards when it came to, like, because I think if they'd show their cards, then every single team would be asking for a higher price when it comes to a backup goaltender or uh, to a goaltender. Um, mm-hmm. So I, didn't th- I don't think they wanted to show their cards. And... Um, I think I think they just wanted to like keep the information like thing so that like rumors or other stuff doesn't go around. Maybe that's why I, I don't know. But they're keeping it quiet. He is. I understand to why. Come back, but who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? They they've been so secret on that, and I just I hope that if this is the last we see of Frederick Anderson. I hope that there was some sort of resolution to this because it would really suck if he lost his if he lost his job for no other reason than he was injured. Yeah. It would it, it wouldn't. I know it's a business and I understand, but I I don't think it would be. I don't think that it would be somewhat. Um, I, I don't think it would be good to just tell him to screw off after four and a half years of service yeah. because he was injured. So yeah. there must be some sort of plan to resolve this solution or for all we know they have they have the intention of having a anderson campbell and dave riddich um trio. tandem going into the trio going into the playoffs yeah which, which I, it's, it's them getting david riddich kind of puts flame to the fire of is anderson actually coming back because david ridge is a good good goaltender goal, goal he's not great but he's above average and that's all you really need for the sleeves team and oh, definitely. That, that that's just kind of putting flame to the fire of the conspiracy of what is happening to Anderson, and I don't think we'll know until either Anderson's playing for them or he's not playing for the Leafs anymore. Which it yeah. sucks for Anderson because he, this is like his year to get paid, and it looks like he just got screwed royally screwed unless he goes and has a crazy cup run. You're right. He did get screwed by that injury, but he wasn't. But we all know he wasn't playing that great beforehand. It's, yeah, because he was injured. But he was not. But because he was injured, he was not playing great beforehand. Yeah, and 
he what NHL GM would pay him even would even pay him what he's making now? I don't know. I would well, well, I would no, no, no. Okay, so if we're because we're you have to remember that NHL GMs um are a little bit crazy and don't know what the they're doing sometimes and what do you mean what do you mean no i mean like there's there's someone there is a gm out there that would pay him i think he makes five five million i think there is a gm out there that's gonna pay him six million for six over you kidding me markstrom money there's no there's no gm out there that would be that dumb to pay him that much money just like there's no gm that would would be surprised there's no gm surprised there's no GM out there that would pay Tanner Pearson like $3.1 million. We have uh, to talk about that. That is uh, for the next couple of years when they have to resign his best player. No one would do that. No one would do. No that. one would do. No. GMs are the highest IQ people in the sports media or no sports in, in, in industry. Sports, in, in the NHL. And they would not overpay for goddamn terrible players, but that's what we have. And, I, there is someone out there that would pay Freddie and I don't think it's my GM. easily. Yeah. And I don't think Kyle, I think Kyle Dubas is looking for the future. The, I was looking at the Seattle expansion draft and we can protect basically everyone that we need to protect. Yeah. And like the only player that they could take is Alexander Crowfoot, which like, so there's, so the I options, so, so the options are, so the, so the options are basically like, you protect you protect uh three so so here, sorry so, sorry so i'm on so cap seven friendly. forwards yeah i'm on cap friendly on. okay so i'm on cap friendly and um so you have so basically seven forwards three d uh or and one goalie and um and then you have to expose two forwards uh one d and then one goalie so for the goalie uh as it stands right now Michael Hutchison is signed and he, he's going to get exposed because Dave Ridge is a UFA and Freddie Anderson's a UFA. So, so they'll, unless, protect, they'll protect Jack. They'll, yeah, they'll protect Jack Campbell. And I'm assuming like if they want a deal with one of those guys, they'll be like, wait until after the expansion draft. And that's, that's when we'll sign you. Um, def- defense. Uh, we have Jack, uh, Jake Muzzin, TJ Brody, and then uh, Morgan Riley. And then the UFA is Justin Hall, which I don't think. Um, I don't no, Justin think... Hall. Justin Hall wouldn't be a UFA. He, he's under Sorry. contract. Sorry. The people that protected are uh, Jake Muzzin, TJ Brody, and then uh, Morgan Riley. And I think Justin Hall would be someone that you just leave a thing. They'd have if... to leave him exposed. Leave him exposed. Um, and I don't think Seattle's taking him because. You, why not? It's. I don't know. I, I don't think they take Justin Hall. I think there'd be a better defenseman available. And then for I forwards, Just, I have <laughs> Justin Hall's. Justin Hall's been really good this year. They're either gonna they're gonna lose one of Hall or Travis Dermott, unless unless they go the different option of protecting just eight skaters so that they can protect Justin Hall. But then yeah, okay. Then yeah. then you exp- then you cover the big four. Uh, leave Kerfoot, uh, Mikheyev. And Engvall expose. Uh, I don't know if Engvall. Yeah, if Engvall, Engvall counts. Yeah. yeah oh, okay. Engvall. So you'd li- you'd leave them exposed along with Travis Dermott. So I think of those, I think Dirt they would take uh, Kerfoot because mm-hmm. he's just a center and he's a reliable and like he's a reliable Kerfoot, option. Yeah, 
Uh, I don't know. So like, I, I'm not really, I thought I was going to be worried about the expansion draft. I'm really not like, I think there are these, a lot of players, I think Toronto became a destination where if you want to have a shot at winning, you come and just sign a minimum, uh, like a small, uh, like a minimum a one year deal, a one year deal. And you just try to win here. So, and I'm looking down. So the amount of UFAs that they have, at the end of this year, Hyman, it's huge. Like it's so many. Hyman, Simmons, Felino now, Galch, Barabanov, uh, Spezza, and Thornton. That's seven right there. Uh, Zach Bogosian, uh, Dermot's, Dermot's an RFA. I don't think that counts. And then Dave Riddich as well. That's nine. And then Anderson and Riley Nash make 11. Yeah. So, and then Martin Marincin. Martin, because... goddammer, he's never gonna leave the Leafs. He's gonna be always. He's gonna be a, a career Leaf. Um, uh, someone, you know that meme uh, in uh, Endgame where it's like, "And look where it brought you back to me." Someone put yeah. Martin Marincin's face on the Thanos. It's either it's that or um, it's that or uh, Michael Hutchison always oh, returning yeah, to yeah. Leafs. Oh, um, okay, funny. so uh, that's. Um, the other big um, deal that came through last night, like it was super late last night, was the Taylor Hall deal. Um, I woke up to it and nearly threw my phone. Boom! Uh, 92% on my final assignment. Yes! Good job, dude. What are we talking about? <laughs> Sorry, I, ha- I had a web design project where you have to do a, you have to oh, make okay. a website. I got a 92, bud. Yes! Okay. I'm fired up. Okay. I'm so happy. So, Breaking news on the show. Breaking Sorry, news. 92%. <laughs> yes. It's a 92%. Um, oh, shit. Oh, uh, I, so the Leafs, the Leafs Twitter, the Leafs Twitter just posted something and I thought it was a trade, but it was just them being like, congrats, Austin, on being the second star of the week. Yeah. Okay. Oh, shit. Uh, okay. We have to get back to focus. Focus. Um, uh, You're the one. So who's Taylor in. Hall You're the gets one moved. <laughs> Okay, focus. Okay, focus. We got to focus. Okay, so Taylor Hall gets moved to Boston, which oh. I think we called it. I think last week we're like, it's Islanders, Boston, or uh, the Avalanche. No, isn't that what we called it? I think those were the- That's what we called it, but we, we called it to the sense of we know that he's going to go there for literally nothing. Yeah. And he went there for literally nothing. For literally nothing. Um, so bad. <laughs> it's, it's so dumb. I don't understand how Boston does this. We literally called it like, or we were t- talking about someone saying that Boston always wins the trade deadline and they just steal every player and somehow right, like Boston, Okay. But Boston got Molly watch last night. I guess the team that they're going to, I guess, I guess the team that they're going to play in the first round. Yeah. They got Molly watch last night and the stupid Philadelphia Flyers. They do not deserve to be in the playoffs. Boston gets absolutely shit canned by the, by the caps eight to one. Philadelphia plays the Buffalo Sabres and lose in regulation. Yeah. And they've been getting shit. No. uh, They're four points behind the Bruins right now. They could have been two points behind if they only beat the the unbeatable Buffalo Sabres. Yeah, but it's also Philly has been getting shit kicked by every single goddamn team. Like, they lost 8-1 to rangers they lost like six one that's why my rangers pick i don't feel bad about i think that they have a shot of because because they're four points behind the bruins too they're getting hot at just the right time you i mean that the hall trade might taylor hall apparently is driving taylor hall taylor hall hates being a saber so much he is getting into his own car and driving all the way to boston that's a nine hour drive is it 
it's it nine hours from Buffalo. To, no, because from New York City to Boston is close. From Buffalo, oh, okay, from yeah, Buffalo yeah. to Boston is nine That's hours. Brutal. That's great. He de- he doesn't want to be a he de- he hates the Sabers so much that he'll literally drive to Boston no, to I get think, out of there. Yeah, I think driving is just okay. So because driving, you're by yourself. So you don't have to deal with the cold COVID thing is yeah, or yeah, yeah, yeah. they have to do that or they have to do a private jet. And I, I don't think it's worth it for them to take a private jet. Like it's a like just drive it like whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, but I just I think that's funny how it's like yeah, it is funny. And he had some he had some quotes where he's just yeah. like, you know, how was your time in Buffalo? He's like, well, obviously it wasn't good. Something, something along yeah. those lines. And then he was, was like, he was lines, like, well, obviously oh, it wasn't good. Yeah. He's like, oh, I lost my scoring touch because of Buffalo and like. Just like I, I morally, I'm very defeated, and just like su- he just sounded super depressed, and he's like, "I hate it here." Um, but he did get eight million dollars, so good for him, I guess. Mm-hmm. Just invest that money right away, and then you'll be good to go for the rest of your so, life. So, so, so the Bruins got Taylor Hall, and yeah. uh, it's really depressed. So, th- sorry, okay. Been, so let me just outline. About... The, okay, let yeah, me just go, outline go, go. the trade because I think. Um, so uh, Boston Bruins get Taylor Hall and Curtis Lazar, and the Sabres acquire Andres Bo- B- Bjork. Bjork, um, and a second round pick in 2021, which is just brutal. Like I don't understand how you can't get a first round pick, and and the Sabres retain 50. percent um, And Curtis now- Lazar right now is injured, so they're basically sending an injured player to Boston with Taylor Hall. So now here's my here's my thing. Um, the fact that the Leafs are only playing paying Nick Foligno twenty five percent could that be a reason of why they sent a first? And the fact that the that the no, Bruins are we paid the fact that the two, Bruins are only paying okay, we paid two for, uh, fourth round picks, to, I think, to cover the cost of retaining the salary. Oh, but we did get that other player, so maybe we, I That's, think we paid we paid one for fourth round pick. To get that cap, like uh, that's what I kind of think of it as. They paid a first. They paid a first and a four. It's literally they paid a first and a fourth for Felino and then a fourth for Nason. Basically, yeah. is what it is. Yeah. But the whole. But what I'm thinking is like because because the the Sabers retained fifty. The that then they couldn't they couldn't get a, a first, but because the Blue Jackets and uh sharks combined are retaining 75 the leafs co- it costs the leafs a first is that does that make maybe, a little bit of sense maybe. does that make a little bit of sense i hope but that made also, sense yeah yeah i i get it but like I, I don't know if that's really a big factor of it i think also nick felino was saying that there were other teams that he could have been traded to and he decided to go to the leafs so embarrassing moment of mine um I saw that there, uh, I think it was someone, it was like Dreger or, or LeBron or someone was like, um, uh, you know, a three, a three teams in on Nick Foligno and a first is on the table. And I'm thinking who would pay a first for Nick Foligno? And the Leafs did it. And that's, that's the message to everyone. Never tweet. Yeah. Just never tweet. Never tweet. <laughs> I was um, like, who would do that? And the yeah. Leafs did it. Well, <laughs> there goes my reputation uh, that, that I had any, but just there goes my, you know, yeah. Um, my thoughts. Um, this trade makes the Bruins better, obviously. Um, I don't think that he'll play with Bergeron and Marshan because Pasternak's already there. Yeah. Um, I think it's gonna be a second line guy because I don't think uh he uh, can be I, a first line guy. Uh, let me look at their daily faceoff right now because I actually I just personally don't know the Bruins lines. 
Um, so if you guys want good hockey content, um, Taylor Hall is a serviceable player. Yeah, a second line. But if you want hockey content, follow at TikTok Tomar. Um, he just posted on his Twitter like the SpongeBob uh, meme of patrick looking out the window and then it's just uh it's uh not squidward jesus it's sorry it's squidward looking out the window and then it's patrick and uh, spongebob just running around and it's line a looking out the window at nash and felino so do you think patrick line is getting moved or can do I you say, think can i say for the love of god for my own for for his own personal sanity and just for own just for hockey fans in general get this guy on a friggin' team that's going to use him properly. Yeah. Get this guy. Please, Columbus, you've shipped off all your guys. You're not going to resign him. He doesn't want to play there. Get him the hell off your team to someone who actually wants if, if Columbus, okay, if Columbus doesn't trade him and then trades him later on in the offseason, like, then what the hell was the point of, of, point of yeah. getting him anyways? I think, I think they could get a first-round pick. E- uh, easily, I think they can get a first-round pick for him. Um, I think they'll get a first-round pick and a player. Because uh, and think him. of it, think of it from Columbus's perspective. Columbus right now has three first round picks. Yeah. If they trade, if they trade line A, they could have potentially four first round picks. Yeah. Or a really or some or a second round pick and a really really good prospect. Yeah. Um. I think, but but like it's it's it is first uh, four first round pick or three first round picks. But like it's it's if the way things are going are are going to continue going it's probably going to be like the 26th and like like the 30th that's pick. still but it's still four first round picks like that's yeah that's yeah. not that's nothing to snuff at like getting yeah. all those picks that's a lot so um the bruins first line marshan bergeron Pasternak. you know nothing crazy nothing crazy there <laughs> nothing crazy sorry um yep. no, no, nothing nothing uh, no shock there sorry second line is nick ritchie with uh david creation and carson kuhlman i'm taylor hall could kick any one of those guys out of, out of that uh out of yeah. that line um and then the third line is jake debrus charlie coyle and craig smith apparently jake debrus is getting traded um i don't know what's going on there yeah it's um, apparently they're not happy with him which i don't understand why you wouldn't like, uh how about like, you give him he's he's been a leaf killer so maybe like the least could get him <laughs> uh, i don't know i think i think his cap is too high for that to happen, probably okay. um yeah if you put him on that second line with Krejci, um that 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 could that could be a really good match uh that could be a match made in heaven uh throw nick nick richie down in the lineup who uh don cherry don cherry was famous in saying the leafs should have picked nick richie over uh william nylander (laughs) yeah um no we're i'm good i'll I'll take the william nylander uh and then also nick richie's on the first power play unit you gotta put taylor hall on there even though yeah like you gotta put him on there yes i'm sorry he's way better than nick richie um so he he could fit in really w- nice on the on the Krejci line and i i think it's a real that could be a really good fit for hall and i think the bruins pays me to say it it's a it's a really interesting fit and it could be a really uh, a good solution to his um to his yeah. scoring woes yeah and they also were struggling with scoring and just like just like putting up like i don't know like not speed but like just being a more energetic team and i think he brings a lot to that and hopefully Taylor Hall will actually be able to do some impact on um, Boston within the next like next two weeks, two and a half weeks. And we have the playoffs already. So it's going to be interesting to see. Um, I want to kind of run down all the other Canadian teams of that have done anything. Winnipeg and Calgary have 
are. No, Calgary did trade, but Winnipeg has been silent. Nothing um, from Winnipeg. I just saw this from Aaron Portsline. Apparently, Winnipeg's in on Vladislav Gavrikov from the uh, from the Blue Jackets, a uh, defenseman. So for some depth, so they okay, they could be. So, they could be. <laughs> that's on very that. funny. We were just talking about them being quiet. So hopefully. There might be a trade then uh, thing. It uh, looks like, like uh, looks like Columbus is just selling off. Like they're selling off everything. It yeah, seems. Yeah. Uh, but Lightning uh, is just going to be stuck in a jail cell for some. With reason. John Tortorella, it's going to be John, John Tortorella. Who's going to be on the bench? Patrick Lightning and four first round picks. Yep. <laughs> That's uh, John Tortorella is just going to bench everyone. All the first oh round my picks. God. So so great. So um. Great. So. Um, Talking about like uh, Canadian teams, um, the Edmonton Oilers get some defense with Dmitry Kulikov uh, for a conditional fourth round pick uh, in um, 2022. I believe the, the condition. Uh, uh, I think it was Bob McKenzie. Bob McKenzie. I love how I love how he's considered retired. He's yeah. not retired. Yeah. Um, uh, Bob McKenzie said, uh, "Here it is. Kulikov to Edmonton is done. Uh, New Jersey gets a conditional fourth, which becomes a con- which becomes a third if Edmonton wins a playoff round. So there, so that's, that's not happening a- then. They're not getting a. Uh, I don't know. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Um, uh, if, if this, I wish the show was bigger just so people could rip Star in half. I I told you what I did me. to this. Come at me, bro. Come at me." I said something really funny to an Oilers fan yesterday, but I didn't get a reply from him because he didn't, because he didn't, he probably didn't see it. It's okay. But uh, so good on the Oilers for some defensive depth. They, they probably needed that. Darnell Nurse can't do any for everything on his own. Adam Larson's getting older. Um, uh, defensive depth is always, always he. But another team that's puzzling me why do the Montreal Canadiens hate Victor Mente? I have no idea, but I think the Ottawa Senators g- g- did a good job of picking him up because he's he's a good player. Like I don't understand he's why they got good rid of player. him. Good player, and they just got rid of him, and I don't for know nothing why. Just yeah, it was waiver claimed. So Ottawa gets a good player, top four defenseman. Um, so I was De- watching the an NHL defenseman. I wouldn't say a top four defenseman. He's an NH- he's an NHL defenseman. He's a suitable top four defenseman. That's he's not great, but he's the thing. Um, okay. No, I was just watching on the Ottawa, panel on, on Ottawa. He's a top four defenseman. That's that. No, that's what we can say. So I was watching on the panel, and they said that he's he's more of a top four than he is a bottom six guy uh, it, for defense, just because like he doesn't really hit. He's not really like physical and stuff. That's why they were saying like he's more of a top four than he is uh, a bottom six guy. Yeah, and Victor Mete just had like a kid, so I think thanks, like so because of Ottawa pick him up. He um he he can stay within like the area. He doesn't have to go anywhere like far away. So that's good for him, I think. And I think he's just gonna stay with the team for the rest of the season, um, unless he gets moved by Ottawa, which I don't think is happening. Um, he he's That's a bad suitable news for player. you, my friend. What? You're getting two. You're getting two players mixed up. You're talking about Erica Branson because I saw that exact same interview and they talked about Erica Branson, how he just, how we just had a kid and how he doesn't want to move. Oh, I thought it was Mete. There, I no, thought they were Mete, talking about him. Okay. So I missed well, it. We are bad. Ta- talking about Mete. I think you just, I think you just got them mixed up. No, but Erica Branson has been uh, apparently like in the weeds to like, he could move or something. I don't know why anyone would want Erica Branson at this point, but for Victor Mete, like it's a good, it's a it's a good fit. I've I saw I see this as a good fit for the Senators because 
the senators need guys the senators this yeah. this year the senators have been the team you want to you want something you want another shot here's here's some ice time you want yeah you want you want to play here's some ice time and somehow they can keep up with the leafs so i have to give them that like they've just been gotta give them destroyers credit. as a team for like this entire season and I'll every time we credit. play Ottawa, like I'm more stressed about playing Ottawa than I am than like against Thank you. the Oilers or like Calgary. Like I'm not stressed against those teams. I was all. legit shaking when I woke up from a nap to go to watch the game because yeah. I was like, why is it that every game against Ottawa is so freaking close? But yeah. every game against Montreal or Winnipeg or Calgary, it's like it's it's, it's close, done. but it's not as stressful as against Ottawa. Yeah. Done, you know. Yeah. Oh my God. Um, but um, I, it's all that relationship between Bergevin and Victor Mete has been so troubling to me, or just so, it's made weird. little to no sense because I'm like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, I know he's not what you thought he would be, but he's a 24 year old defenseman. They take time, and you're just gonna. And I think this is like his either his second or third time on waivers. Yeah, I know he. I know he uh, uh, re- requested a trade earlier on in the season. Yeah, and I. I think it might have been. I think it might have been a good. It's. It's going to be a blessing in disguise for him, for Victor Mete, yeah. for the fact of he doesn't really have to deal with that anymore. He's going to go to the Senators, see see what's going to happen. Why does um, goddamn, I just blanked on his name. Why does the GM of Montreal have a problem with defensemen? Uh, Bergevin, yeah, Bergevin, PK Subban, uh, Mete. Like, just he's is he just not a fan of defensemen? <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe so. Maybe. I, I don't know. Like, uh, I wouldn't hate having Victor Mete as like depth defenseman on the Leafs. Like, I, I don't hate that. Like, it's, it's he's not that bad of a player and he's still 24, so he is quite young. Um, but. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how it's like I think defensemen like hit their like they start like being proper defensemen at like 24, 25, 26-ish. Um so that's like I think when they like get into the actual rhythm and become good defensemen. So that's interesting to see. And we'll see what happens with him. I don't think he's getting moved and I think he's just going to stay with there. Um some other stuff across thing um uh the Canucks get Matthew Highmore and Adam okay, Godet okay, goes okay. to the Blackhawks. What is the Vancouver Canucks? That's another thing where I'm just like, Adam Godet's a pretty good player. I've like every time I don't see him a lot. I haven't, uh, uh, but when he plays the Leafs, I'm looking at him like right-handed winger, really young. He's got some skill. Um, uh, Trevor. He's Trevor's injured. Old... Okay, he was he was the first one on the COVID list. I think that's what oh, that true. is. true. Okay, so I think yeah. Okay, that might be the whole COVID thing. But even even before then, they were talking about trading him, um, and right-handed winger i i've liked what i've seen out of him. he's got some speed he's got skill uh trevor 24 told me he's not, 24, 24 years old uh right trevor wing told right me shot that um yeah trevor told me he's not uh he's not the greatest finisher not the best at his defensive zone i mean what other winger isn't the best finisher and not the best in the defensive zone oh yeah. wait lots of them alex <laughs> like, galchenyuk had the same problem and he's working out on the leaf so uh, not great in the defensive zone. William Nylander exists, you yeah. know, like, so, <clears throat> so I don't understand. I don't understand this move at all because I didn't even know that Matthew Highmore was a name that existed. So you know? uh, Matthew Highmore is uh, not drafted while Adam Goddard was drafted. Um, he 
played 24 games and has two assists, while Adam Garnett ha- played 34 games and has five assists and then five assists and four goals, which I don't understand why you would trade him, but I guess he's a uh, especially a one for agent. one. Yeah, it's it's just a one why for one, which you... makes zero sense. But and then yeah, this guy we... is left wing and left shot, so complete opposite of what Adam Gardet Gardet was. Like that that to me is the most it's it's the most troubling or troubling. Um just it doesn't make sense to me because I'm just like, why why only that much? Why that little? I don't I don't <laughs> like, understand. What, like why that little amount of of money, dude? Yeah, um, but... or why that little amount coming back um and then we might as well get into it we said it before like why are we re-signing tanner pearson yes okay so i think most canucks fans were pissed off um because why would you sign tanner pearson or re-sign him um for another three years like how old is he uh, he's 28. Uh, he'll be th- uh, so he'll be 31 at the end of this deal. But that's not the point for me. The point is, you so got I just searched Quinn Tanner Hughes. Pearson. I searched Tanner Pearson, and the first headline was Tanner Pearson's new contract shows that the Canucks don't have a plan. And I think that's perfectly describes the situation. <laughs> they don't is have that, a plan. What don't don't click on it? But what like uh, was the it TSN Canuck was way. like. Canuck, okay, I, I thought it'd be like the, the nation that like Canucks Army or something. Like <laughs> that, and how how long have we said this? Like Jimbo, Bim, what are you doing? Yeah, What's it's, J- Jimbo, what are you doing, dude? He's like he's gonna have a problem. Like it's, they, it's not they gonna be to good re-sign, for next year. They have to re-sign Elias Pettersson, which might be at least an eight million dollars at least. And then they, so they were and then Quinn Hughes, Quinn Hughes's uh, situation is a little bit different because he's considered the he's like a 10.2 RFA meaning he can't actually get traded to a different team so he yeah. so he can so he can only sign with that team but still he can ask for as much money as he wants. Yeah. Um but uh, but the thing is with thing so I was listening to a couple of podcasts and they were talking about like what they project is they're going to they're going to need to sign those two players and they were looking at about 15 million for both players. And I think that's what they were like. So he's like looking at the salary and he's like, or the cap hit. And he's like, okay, so about 15 million million should get both of them done. Um, But I'm, that's not the point. The point is why you send signing Tanner Pearson at that contract. And he's not that good of a player for you to be signing and spending three and a half million on him. <laughs> I, I, I I'm just as puzzled as you because Jay Beagle still going to be on the books next year. Antoine Roussel still going to be on the books next year. Louis Erickson and his six million dollars still going to be on the books next year. Um. Yeah. It's I. I don't like there 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 is a situation I could see where Louis Erickson can get shipped to like you know Arizona and Ottawa for a ghost contract like that. That to me doesn't. That that to me isn't isn't too far away from what could happen, but like you gotta resign these players. And why are you why are you spending money on third liners, Jim? And and Benning Benning literally said at his press conference, "We have no cap troubles. Yeah, or, we don't foresee it's, any issues." See, my thing is they could okay. they could have got Tyler Toffoli, 
They could have for four like, million for four million, and you're sending Tanner Pearson for three and a half. Like, do you not see where the value lies? Your, your value is like you're signing players that aren't worth what you're paying them, and that's a problem. Like Tanner Pearson's like a million dollar contract player. Like you're not paying more for, more than that for him. Because other than other than third a third or second line, like what do you see? What do you see, Tanner? Like Tanner Pearson will Tanner Pearson will play second line in if there's injuries. Yeah. Other than third line, what does he do? He doesn't do it. He doesn't do anything. He just plays. And he's a, uh, he's a winger. Like okay. This is what I hate when people do. Well, what about the Leafs? Okay. Um, you have a point. William Nylander is a second line winger, and he plays and he makes seven million. Yes. So did Alex you... Kerfoot. Alex Kerfoot's a center and plays in the third line. Yeah. And I don't. I don't see and it. we didn't understand. sign that contract. We traded for him to replace. No, no, Kadri. we did. We signed it. We signed him. Oh, we did. Because he I came thought in did. the Kadri trade as an RFA, so they did give him that money. Oh, true. Okay. So, um, um, so did you want don't. Alex Iafalo to come to the Leafs after the Nick Foligno? I it was a name thrown out there after the Foligno trade. I didn't. Really He's not coming. Pers- let me just destroy yeah, your yeah. thing. It's, um, it's just announced literally four minutes ago. Uh, Los Angeles Kings announced a four-year extension, uh, four-year, $16 million extension for Alex Iafalo and no longer uh, an, an impending UFA. So he's off the trade market unless he, it's a sign-in trade, but I don't think that's happening. Um um so okay. i, I just i just saw something and... sorry i just saw something that's uh that is not hockey related that is pop culture related and just blew my mind <laughs> yeah i i saw that too um for those wondering um this is gonna be our overtime segment uh, <laughs> macaulay culkin and okay okay Brenda okay, okay, okay song, uh, london tipton gave, and kevin McAllister, my friends uh gave birth to their first kid so apparently they're they're dating or they're married. I, I, I don't, don't know. know. What I think they're, they're dating. I don't know what their situation is, but hey, good for them. Like it's really wow. Weird. That's that's a match that's I didn't see. Coming. So weird. That <laughs> is a such a, that is such an f u to our childhood. Home Alone kid, and then um, God London damn it. Tipton. Uh, yeah, London Tipton from uh, Sweet, Life. Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. That's that's um, really weird. That's super is it an f u to our is it a is it an f you to our to our childhood just for the fact that we're getting old? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's so that. Is, and I've it actually just, seen... it kind of tints our childhood. So you're like, yeah, yeah, somehow yeah. this person from Home Alone gets with uh, that person from Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. <laughs> I've funny. seen her. I've seen her pop up in like Superstore and other like 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 I've seen her the pop smaller up in shows. different. And, yeah, oh, and shows, in small yeah. shows, I she had a she had a bit in Station Nineteen, which I did, which I just started watching. Like she, like they're they're around, but I was I did yeah. not even know that they knew each other, or <laughs> they were even know. dating. Good good for them. All right, hockey important things. So, um, hockey. Um, Jeff Carter goes from L.A. to Pittsburgh huh. for two conditional picks. Uh, um, let me see if I can find the conditional picks. Uh, what are they? Very very interesting. Uh, forward depth, obviously Jeff Carter is not not what he used to be. So He's, they did uh, not provide any additional information on the actual condition. I'm assuming it's okay. like if they win a round or two, maybe. I so, think it's something along that. those lines. It's usually that. So, or plays a certain amount of games. Okay. Um, 
Uh, forward depth, uh, like I said, Jeff Carter. Jeff Carter's not the player he once was on the Kings, obviously. Yeah. Uh, he's got some mileage on him, but depth, uh, locker room guy, probably. Jeff Carter has a has a great reputation around the league. Um, he, um, he, he he's he's cup champion, just like a lot of players in that uh, in that Pittsburgh room. Um, good good pickup by the Penguins. I don't know the conditions. Uh, hopefully they. Hopefully our boy B Burke um, uh, gave didn't give up a, a lot. Um, a good pickup by the uh, by, by the Penguins. I I made a really bad mistake by not bringing any water to this because I feel like um, you have you haven't seen Parks and Rec, have you? No, uh, I know oh, Parks okay. and Rec, but I haven't actually just, like sat down to watch okay. it. There's a there's a scene where like Patton Oswalt goes on like a Star Wars filibuster and he oh, literally yeah, ends yeah, it. Yeah. He, and like... he ends it because he, and he, and at the very very end he's like I have no I have no saliva left in my body. Can we take a pause because I didn't drink any water? That's what I feel like right now. Yeah. All right. Power um, through it. Um crap, what was I gonna say? Um yeah, so when it comes to oh oh, this is what the, what I wanted to ask is are you worried about Montreal? after they signed a bunch of depth defensemen, a bunch of depth forwards, or they trade for him, um, like John, John, Mar- John Mar- Merrill. Mar- Merrill for um, a fifth-round pick and just a player. Like, are you worried about no. Montreal, or no. are, are you... Oh, okay. I was just Why I'm not... Okay, Montreal is a good team when they are clicking. They currently are not clicking. They don't have Brendan Gallagher in the lineup. And, and clearly, clearly, with them not having Brendan Gallagher, they got... Okay, they weren't even the same league as the Jets on Saturday. Yeah. They it weren't was, even in the same league. It was sad. Yeah. And I know Brendan Gallagher is an important cog in that Canadian's wheel. But, and you know what? Carry Price is out too. That obviously hurts them. Yeah. But Jake Allen's not bad. Yeah. Jake Allen is not a horrible goalie. Yeah. So clearly if they don't have Brendan Gallagher, that team kind of falls apart. Which is so, like this? It's it, it, your team can't be built like that. Where if one player is out, it's automatically just the entire team just kind of falls apart around him. Like okay, and here and here's an example. Here's an example. Jack Freddie Anderson's been out how long? A month at least, yeah. right? At yeah. least a month. Yeah. Jack Campbell's come in and won and won all of his games. Yeah. And they have an they have an extraordinarily good record. Because the team is able to play good, good around him, and the team yeah. is good to play defensively, and the team, uh, the team as a whole, is playing well around him. Jake Allen in the net. Okay, Jake, Jake Allen, Allen net has Carey- a nine, uh, nine twelve, and Carey Price has a nine oh three. Not good. You, I, you can't, you can't blame Jake Allen for that game. I can blame yeah. the entire Montreal Canadiens team for scoring this many goals. I'm holding a zero in front of the camera because. When you score zero goals, like like I said in the bubble a million times, if you score zero goals, how many games are you going to win? None. Zero. So, th- th- like, and the and the Leafs, the Leafs, I think, have lost once the Habs all year, and they've played uh, they played each so. other yeah. ten times. They played each other very. Uh, they played each Close. other like th- th- uh, five times. I want to say five times. This year, like already to this point, I think so. Yeah, like I think it was, I think it was around five because I think they have like three more times. Because I know the last game, I th- the last game is against Montreal, and I think there's a t- 
today. And then I think there's another one like ne- mid mid next week or uh, yeah. We so that. the Leafs have a very good record against Montreal because they're able to play. They've, they've been able to figure out how to play against that team. Yeah. And so, goaltending has not been strong. And I think for Montreal to go anywhere, they have to have strong goaltending and that they have not been provided that this year. There's, and there's a, and, a, there's sayings in the playoffs. You go as far as your goaltender will take you. Yeah. And another thing is um, when it comes to just the team itself, their record with their new coach is not better than their not good. record with their old coach. So I don't think the coaching was the issue. Neither, neither coach has gotten 10 wins this year. Yeah. So, and they're, I think the new coach, uh, uh, Dominic Duchard, yeah, he, I think he has like a seven, eight, and three record, which isn't very good. Um, and I don't think this team, it's not coaching, isn't the problem. That's what I think it is with this coaching. I think goaltending is the problem. I think that's literally goaltender, goaltenders fire and hire every single goddamn coach in this goddamn league. Yeah. Um, which is so Mike Leafs- Babcock, Mike Babcock lost his job because of goaltending. <laughs> I wouldn't necessarily say that. That was like one of the contributing factors and him just not being very good either. So, No, I'd say Mike Babcock lost his job because he didn't know how to coach his players. That's the, that's why he lost his job. His yeah. players didn't want to play for him and he didn't, he mismanaged. Like, uh, uh would you would you say I'd say Claude Julien probably lost his job because of because of bad yeah. goaltending? Yeah, um, because they have it like they still have the same goaltending, but the, the their their record hasn't like uh their record hasn't uh like, been amazing. It hasn't yeah, been, been anything amazing. Yeah. Um, um, okay, let me just check Twitter for the last time, and um, uh, I don't I don't see any trade. We are in the last hour of trade dead of trade deadline. Yep. Um, the day before was definitely uh, more enticing than uh, yeah. than today. It's, yeah, it's. I think I think it was good that we were like we were planning to record tomorrow, but because everything happened yesterday, we're like, okay, whatever, let's just record today and just get it over yeah. with because nothing happened. So we have two games to look forward to. Montreal, it's a back to back with Calgary, and they're traveling, which sucks, but. Um, I think eh, Montreal, I think Montreal be... to Toronto, much traveling Montreal to Toronto isn't, isn't horrible. Yeah. Um, but they also came to Montreal earlier because they don't want to miss the masters. They didn't want to miss the masters tournament, um, which was pretty funny, but, um, uh, LOL, Boston, Boston plays Buffalo tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Um, and tomorrow we'll fight or today, uh, Jack Campbell is in that. So hopefully we go 12 and 0. uh, and, um, tomorrow, and tomorrow it's um, uh, Calgary. It's against Calgary, so we might have um, Dave Riddich. Dave Riddich in that for us. Hopefully which, he can shut out. Hopefully he can goalie the Flames like he's goalied us in yeah, past years. That that would be interesting to see. And um, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, we'll see if Dave Ridge will actually just either make it to the team. I because I think I think the Leafs will just fly him out on a private plane um, to Toronto. Uh, so. Probably. They probably because they they said that he's they said that he's available for tomorrow. So oh I, okay, so believe, I'm assuming he's gonna I be coming that. in. He's gonna be coming in like either today or tomorrow, like mm-hmm. tomorrow morning. So okay, um, that's right. it for a trade deadline. Nothing else happened at two o'clock. So if whatever happens after this, we'll talk about it um, 
on Wednesday's podcast. Uh, thanks for listening. Check us out. Recommend us to a friend and uh, share the podcast. Thanks for listening. See you next week.